0: Hello everybody and welcome back to the Self Love Letters podcast. It's Shantae here. I hope you guys are all having a great day so far. This is honestly very weird because <clears throat> excuse me, already off to a rough start. Um, as I was trying to say, I haven't talked to anybody this morning. This is like the first time I'm talking today. I don't know about you guys, but whenever I wake up, um my family's out the house, just like based off of my schedule, everybody's already at school and at work. And it's nice because I don't go to school anymore so I can kind of sleep in and just let my body wake up when it's ready to wake up. But there's nobody here to talk to. And I like my I like to keep my mornings to myself anyways, but like there's no human interaction for me in the morning. So I honestly don't talk until like I get to work later. I mean, I talk to myself sometimes, but you know what I mean? So if my voice sounds a little weird, that's why, because I honestly haven't talked to anybody. So hello, good morning, hope all is well. Um, I'm so excited for today's episode. For those of you who don't know, May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and I've always been a big mental health advocate, and I'm very excited to dive into the topic of mental health. It's something that I've been wanting to talk about on the podcast for a little bit now, but I wanted to wait for a good opportunity. And I've always known that May is Mental Health Awareness Month, but for those of you who don't know, it is. And yeah, so a lot of the episodes this month, I'm going to probably talk about mental health, but maybe not all of them. I have a plan of what I'd like to talk about this month, but not everything always goes as planned and that's okay. But yeah, so I have an idea. Anyways, today I'm just going to be talking about my journey with mental health and how I found out that I had anxiety and depression, um, some ways that I like to cope, honestly, just like my journey, giving you like a backstory and whatnot. And yeah, um, so trigger warning, if that any of that is like a touchy subject for you, this may not be like the best episode to listen to, and that is totally okay because I get triggered from a lot of things as well, so... There's a couple other episodes you guys can check out if you don't want to listen to this one. I totally get it. But yeah, um, that's what we're going to be talking about today. I just wanted to do a little bit of life update as well. I've been trying to keep my intros kind of casual and just talk to you guys. So that's what we're doing. This past week has been really good. Today I'm recording on Thursday. I usually record on Wednesdays but Wednesday yesterday was just a really weird morning for me I had no motivation and just laid in bed all day till I got to work and that's okay we have to be gracious with ourselves and I just told myself I'm gonna give you today to relax and Thursday you have to get the stuff on your to-do list done which here we are we're recording I washed my sheets if you hear the dryer in the background my sheets are in the dryer now Um, but yeah I'm having a productive morning so far so that's really good. But anyways, um, it is Thursday, and I record on Wednesdays, so I'm feeling a little different. I don't know. I always record on Wednesdays, but this past week has been pretty good. Um, I My town does this little festival every spring, and they haven't done it in like two, three years because of COVID and everything, so it was the first year back, so I went on Sunday with Danica, and it was a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun. I'm glad that I went with her. She makes life so fun and enjoyable and just helps me break out of my comfort zone and be a little more social because I'm so introverted. Um, I will say it was different because I'm 19 now and the last time I went I had to be like 16, 15, you know what I mean? So I'm a whole different person and I feel like it's definitely a lot more enjoyable when you're a kid because there's like games, a lot of rides, there's food, um, craft fair, there's little booths that you can shop from like small businesses and honestly this time around the only thing that interested, it, interested me was like the booths to go shopping and then I got some food but yeah we had a lot of fun when the Ferris Wheel got a lot of food. She knew some people that were doing the ticket booth so we got so many free tickets and it was so much fun. We won every game that we played, and I don't know, I just had a lot of fun with her, and I love making memories with my friends, Um, so I'm so glad that I went. I was a little hesitant because I've, you know, you guys know, the podcast listeners know, on Sundays, I literally don't do anything. I like to dedicate Sundays to myself, and I've been so go, go, go the past month and a half that I'm like, honestly, I'm really exhausted, but I'm trying to push through, and my schedule and everything's going to go back to normal next week. Um, I'm off tomorrow, so I'm looking forward to that, but yeah, I was hesitant on going, but I was like, dude, if you don't go, you're going to have FOMO, and you're just going to wish that you went, so you're going, and we woke up early, the fair opened at 10, so we went to Starbucks, we went to the fair like 10 to 1, and by the time it was like 1, we were like ready to go, and then I got such a bad stomach ache because I had fried dough, and I should have known better because I've been eating so clean, and yeah, so we came back and she had to go to work and I was supposed to go grocery shopping. And I was like, you know, I really don't want to go grocery shopping, but I know my future self will appreciate this. So I went, I had a whole grocery, grocery list and then I came back, I meal prepped for the week and I'm so proud of myself because it takes a lot of dedication, motivation, whatever you want to call it to meal prep. It takes a lot out of me to meal prep. I'm not going to lie. Um, but I will say, for those of you who are like, I feel like a lot of you guys are young adults like me, but I will recommend going grocery shopping with a grocery list and not hungry. Don't go grocery shopping hungry because you're going to spend so much money and it's going to be wasted. But I will say, all my food's getting eaten, getting, getting eat, getting, I don't even know. I've been eating all the food that I got and I have all my lunches packed for work I've been making breakfast at home. I haven't had Starbucks in like a week and a half, making my coffee at home. And it's been really good for my body. I don't feel bloated. I'm just eating very healthy things. Um, I could probably do like a, I don't know how that would work on the podcast, but I will say that I want to do like a YouTube video on it when I get back on YouTube um, so yeah, I've just been feeling really good. It's good for my body and it's good for my wallet. <laughs> I'm not eating out as much, which is great. We'll say that I had Chick-fil-A once this week, but we're going to leave it at that. Um, it's all about balance and I've been eating very clean and I was, I had a rough day at work. Okay. I just had to go to check. I was craving Chick-fil-A and that's all right. We have to be gracious with ourselves. Um, so yeah, that's what I did on Sunday. Um, I've just been trying to like romanticize my life more and just, make every day, not worth living, but make every day special and just romanticize. Excuse me. Oh my God. I'm doing awful so far, but I'm trying to romanticize the little things. Like I look forward to waking up and making my coffee every morning. Yesterday I didn't have coffee because I ran out and I don't know, like our caffeine withdrawals a thing. I've researched it and it's definitely a thing. And like this morning I woke up with a headache and I'm like, dude, am I having withdrawals? So I don't know. I I told my dad about this a while back because it's happened to me before where I would drink coffee like every day and then I stopped because I I can't do it every day. I can't do it every day. You know, it's not good for you. Um, I think like too much of anything can be a bad thing. You know what I mean? Um, He's like, well, welcome to adulthood, Sean. (laughs) So I don't know. I guess I'd rather be addicted to caffeine than other things, but I am struggling over here. So I have my coffee next to me today. Um, feeling good so far. I feel like my voice is starting to sound a little bit better, waking up a little bit. The caffeine's kicking in, so I won't be... I'll try not to be annoying today. <laughs> um, so yeah, and another thing that has happened is I got bangs. I woke up... I slept with my hair out the other night, and I woke up, and all of my, like, fringe area... Um, fringe is another word for bangs, um, for those of you who don't know. So, like, all of that was, like, directed towards my face. That's how my hair dried, and it looked so good. So, I got to work, and I'm like, guys, look at this picture. Like, should I get bangs? So, they cut my hair, and I got bangs. But I'm really trying to grow out the rest of my hair, and I don't know. I'm just struggling styling them. The good news is they still go up, and my hair is curly, so it shrinks, you know? But they still go up into my messy buns and whatnot, which is very good because... I don't know how I feel about them because um like they're so cute. I just have to style them. I've been styling my hair the same way for a couple years now. You know what I mean? And it's like I I know a lot of people with straight hair struggle with this, but I have curly hair. I don't I don't really part my hair when it's down. So I have to like retrain my part in a way. I don't know. I'm going through a lot right now. <laughs> but it looks very cute. Maybe I'll share some pictures on the Instagram um and yeah and I guess that's it for my little life update um I restarted pretty little liars um that was like one of my big comfort shows so I'm very excited about that I'm almost done with season one let me know one of your favorite comfort shows I honestly forgot how good that show was till I restarted it the other day um I'm looking for new show recommendations so that's it for the life update we're about 10 minutes in so I hope you guys enjoyed that and now we're going to get into the affirmation of the day, gratitude, how am I showing myself love this week? My affirmation for today is I am building the life that I always dreamed of. And that can be with anything. Take that, do it that what you will, as I always say. But I really think that it relates a lot to my life and I don't know, especially with the eating clean and stuff like I have a Pinterest board. I can link it on the Instagram. It's called Romanticizing 2022. And I started it in December of last year. And i just been adding to it since. And it's just romanticizing this year. And a lot of it was like meal prepping and just eating clean and like getting on back on my BS. And here I am. I'm working towards it. And I feel really good. My gratitude for today. Coffee. Because it is actually helping me. <laughs> I've gotten to that point in my life where I'm relying on caffeine. Um, a new day. I woke up today. I'm very grateful for that. And then I'm also grateful for my day off tomorrow. I'm looking forward to relaxing. I got a lot of my chores and stuff done this morning. So tomorrow I have no plans and I'm very, very excited about that. How am I showing myself love this week? I restarted a comfort show. I'm so excited to watch Pretty Little Liars. I forgot how good it was. And yeah, I'm just looking forward to relaxing, watching my show tomorrow, honestly, so let me know how you guys are showing your self-love this week on the Instagram, it's at the self-love letters pod, I've been trying to curate a nice feed on there, and I feel like I'm finally content with the Instagram, um, I just had a face reveal the other day, I was like, oh, host reveal, and I was like, so dramatic, I know, but I feel like it's so weird with podcasts because I'm so used to YouTube. You guys can see what I look like, but podcasts you don't. So I'm going to try to post a little more of myself on there. If that's something you guys be interested in, but yeah, so go follow the Instagram and now we're just going to get into the episode and I hope you guys enjoy. Alright, and like I said, I'm just going to be talking about my journey with mental health today, my experience with anxiety and depression, and I'm going to kind of tell you guys my experience with therapy, and I don't know, we're just going to take a deep dive into this topic. I know it can be touchy for some, so like I said, if you guys don't want to listen today, I totally get it, because um, it it can be can be a little triggering sometimes, but um, yeah, so let's just dive right in. Um... I think that I I know looking back on my childhood, I've definitely had anxiety my entire life. Um, in past generations, I will say my older friends because I'm an adult and I have friends in their 20s. Like, isn't that crazy? I never thought that I'd have like, like Gabby, she's 25 and that's my homegirl and I'm 19. I think that's so crazy. But in past generations, um, me and Gabby specifically have talked about this. Like, you would never talk about your mental health. Um, There's such a negative stigma towards it. And I don't know. I I will say that I'm grateful to have grown up in the generation that I have. Gen Z is something totally different. And I I don't know. In a way, I am grateful for just the time I'm alive, I guess. I feel like I worded that really weird. But like... I don't know. I just feel like the people in my generation are going to be something really good. A lot a lot of the kids are very crazy in this generation, I will say. But, like, I don't know. We just have a different outlook on things. Um, things are a lot more talked about now. Um, and then, like, with sexuality and all of that, like, I don't know. There's just... We broke a lot of stigmas. I, not like the kids, but just this time, this time of age or whatever. I don't know. A lot has happened, and I'm just... I feel like I just grew up in the right time. We had the best TV shows. I grew up in the perfect time. (laughs) But um, yeah, you know, like Camp Rock, High School Musical had all of that. And I'm grateful to have experienced that because my younger siblings did not. (laughs) But anyways, yeah, I don't know. I guess, like, in the past, like, I, I always knew that I had anxiety, like, looking back, like I said. But nobody ever talked about that stuff, so I didn't know what I was feeling. You know what I mean? Like... I can be like, oh, I'm nervous. Um, I did competitive cheer growing up. I forced myself to do a lot more so in middle school, I will say. I feel like I've definitely got this in middle school. When you're a kid, you don't really, not that you don't have feelings, but like I feel like once I got to middle school, started going through puberty, and then like my parents got divorced, and that I feel like that was definitely the start of a lot of stuff. Um, for my senior essay, I actually wrote about this. I wish I had it in front of me, but um, yeah, I don't know. I I talked about my mental health, and I do feel like when my parents broke up, it a lot of feelings. Of course, for those of you who have experienced this, you know. But like, I will say, like, I'm like very, very down, sad. Especially like both parents living in different houses. That was like a hard concept for me to grasp. But, um, yeah, so I don't know. Middle school was a very weird time for me. And then you're just struggling to fit in with other people. And it's just, it's a lot of competition and not even competition, but it is, you know what I mean? For everybody's experience is different, but like, I don't know. I just wanted to be popular. (laughs) And then like, I don't know. I just, I went through a lot in middle school and then freshman year, I, Freshman year was okay for me. I will say that's probably, like, my easiest year of high school mentally. Sophomore year is when... Sophomore year was probably the worst year of my life. It was the worst year and best year, I would say. Sophomore year is when I got diagnosed. I I got diagnosed at my children's doctor. You know how, like, you go into... You go get your physical for, um, you know, like the new school year, you'll get your shots or whatever, um, just a physical to see how you're doing. But that I really don't remember if she gave me the papers before, but she gave me these papers and you had to fill it out. I was like, oh, scenarios and three would be all the time. Two would be sometimes one would be rarely zero would be like, no, I've never experienced this. And I don't know what clicked in my head, but I was like, I'm going to be honest on these papers this time. <laughs> and cause I feel like a lot of my peers, like a lot of my friends even say like, oh my God, like you were honest on that thing. And I'm like, yeah, like it's time to take charge of my mental health, I guess. And I, sorry, I definitely just got the hiccups, excuse me. But I, I don't know. I, so I was just like, I'm just going to be honest on this today and see what happens. (laughs) Like, I don't know. I was just, I was feeling pretty ballsy not going to lie. And so, yeah, honestly, a lot of them were threes. A lot of them were twos and, or it might've just been two, one and zero. I don't know if there were threes. Regardless of the point, there was a lot of the highest number and the medium number. Um, And there were scenarios like, oh, I feel self-conscious around other people um, I worry about my parents dying, like random scenarios or like, I'm constantly worrying about the future, stuff like that. Honest, just random teenage scenarios, I guess. And I, I remember sitting on the, you know, like a little bench thingy that you laid down on in the doctor's office. So she was like, okay, I'm, I'm just going to take these. I'll be right back. And I sat there for a good 10 minutes and shorty, like she never leaves me in there that long. So I was like, Okay. And my mom told me later on, because she never told me after the appointment, she told me like a couple months later, um, my appointment was in like July, because I, you know, you go back to school in August usually, um, she's like, yeah, so the doctor pulled my mom aside and she's like, yeah, Shantae has really bad anxiety, she might have depression, I I don't really know, but she definitely has anxiety. Then she's like, if Shantae's open to it, I'm going to refer her to a therapist, um, it just seems like she has a lot of built-up issues. Like, honestly, like, not sugarcoating it. That's honestly what she said. And I it threw my mom off because she was, like, she's always told me. She's, like, yeah, we never thought that you would have that, yada, yada. But then again, it's, like, I've always been close to my parents. But I don't know about you guys. Your parents only know so much about you. And it's, like, the only person that knows that you're struggling internally is you. You know what I mean? Like, and then I just never talked to my friends. Um, another, another big thing is I used to be very closed off and I would never talk about my feelings. So I guess that's why my parents, more so my mom like felt that way. Um, I don't, I honestly don't know, but like nobody saw that coming. Not going to lie. So she told me, cause I was like, oh, like, um, what? I just brought it up one day. remember I was like, what did the doctor tell you that day? And she had the papers and she just seemed kind of off. And she was like, yeah, like the doctor thinks that you have anxiety and stuff. She wants you to see a therapist. And I was like, okay. And like, I'm just like, I'm open to it. I was never against therapy. I never back to what I said in the beginning, like mental health has always had such a bad negative stigma towards it. So, I don't know. I was nervous to go that route, but I was open to it because I know the only thing that I was going to do was help me grow as a person. Um, I just used to be such like an angry little kid. Like I just, I didn't know how to talk about my emotions and stuff. So I don't know. I feel like it would help me. Um, yeah, <laughs> we're not going to get too, uh, in depth on that, but yeah, I don't know. I just feel like it would help me with a lot of my issues that I was struggling with. Um, so my first appointment was October of my sophomore year. And I remember cause I went to a tech school, I was in hairdressing that day and I emailed my teacher and I'm like, Oh, I have a doctor's appointment. I'll be in a little later. Um, and then this went on for like the whole school year. I would have a doctor's appointment quote unquote once a month or every other week. And the doc, the teachers are like, dude, like, are you sick? Like what's going on? Until I brought a paper to the guidance office and I was like, yeah, I'm in therapy by the way. LOL. And then like, I never, my guidance counselor wasn't very supportive of me in high school. We just, we just never clicked. We never had a good relationship. So I don't want to put that on her, but it definitely caught her off guard when she found out that I was seeing a therapist. Um, so yeah. That was weird. But um, I just remember my first appointment, I emailed my hairdressing teacher. And she was like another mom to me. So I was like, hey, like, I have a doctor's appointment. I'll be in a little later, whatever. And it was very, very intimidating walking into the therapy place. Because it, it just felt like a movie moment, just the way it was set up. And I just felt like, I don't know, I just felt very out of place. But it was just, I don't know, it was very weird. So they take me into this room. And she's like the intake person, whatever, and she just asked me a bunch of questions. Prior to this, she mailed us a packet of things I needed to answer around myself. Like, oh, um, are you in a relationship? Are you, do you do sports? What do you do for fun? Are your parents together? Yada, yada. Just trying to fill me out. A lot of questions, though. When I tell you this was like a packet, it was given very sat packet like there was a lot of stuff (laughs) so yeah i brought that in with me and then she asked me and my mom some questions and then she asked my mom to leave the room asked me some questions she's like okay i think i have an idea of who i want to be your therapist i don't i don't really know what her title was but she was so nice and she actually retired that same year so i never really got to talk to her after that but she was really cool Um, and she's like, okay, I have an idea of who I'd like to be your therapist. Um, she was the newest therapist there. So when she told me that, I was like, oh dear, like I'm not going to get anywhere, but I was open to it and I was like, okay. And she was like, I'll give you guys a call. And then I didn't hear back for like two months. So I was a little frustrated and yeah, I had my mom call on and off and then finally got an appointment with her. And I was very, very excited. All right. And then, yeah, so I finally got a call and they called me in and then I just had like my intake appointment. And it was honestly, it felt like main character energy because during COVID, I obviously I'll get into that as the episode goes on. But when I had COVID, it's just not when I had COVID. Well, I did have COVID. During COVID, it was telehealth. Like I would like video chat her. So I don't know. I really liked being in person in therapy. I will say if you're getting started on, you know, going to therapy, um, I liked being in person. So just take that as a food for thought. I do like my phone calls now because it works with my schedule more, but in person, especially starting off on your mental health journey, that helped me a lot. Um, but everybody's so different. I just wanted you guys to know my out input out outlook on it, I don't really know, but yeah, so I met her, and she's like, so what are your goals with this, like, what are, what's going on, like, and I'm like, girlfriend, I don't know, like, they they literally set me here, like, I don't know, I was very, very standoffish, I want to say, like, I really didn't have much to say to her, I wanted to be in therapy, and I knew that it would help me, but uh, it took me a while to get comfortable talking about stuff, and I don't know. So I did that for two years. Um, Over time, obviously, I opened up more. She was like my best friend. I loved her. But I want to mention that this was a children's therapy place, and I started when I was 16. So once I was 18 and graduated high school, obviously I couldn't see her anymore. But yeah, she helped me through a lot. Um, She was definitely a good children's therapist, I will say. Um, Sometimes I felt like... I don't know. She just... I I like people in my life that tell me things, even if it's not what I want to hear. Sometimes I felt like she would just tell me stuff to make me feel better about my decisions. Um, but other than that, great experience. I learned a lot. Um, I kept a, a log and she would have me fill out like scenarios and then my emotions. And I figured out a lot of my anxiety triggers, which was really cool. Um, I know now that a lot of my triggers are like tight spaces. I can't, Maybe that's why I'm very introverted. I can't be around a lot of people at once or I'll get triggered. Um, So yeah, tight spaces. I get very claustrophobic. Um, That's just one of the biggest ones that I know off the top of my head. But yeah, I don't know. I don't do well in like shopping malls. Um, One of the biggest things that I remember vividly was being at a lunch table in high school. I think it was like my junior year. And... um, our lunch table was, like, the same people every day, the whole school year. And then one day, like, I got to the table later, and our lunch was very full. Our lunch table was very full. Um, A lot of people were there, and I had to, like, squeeze in. And I was between people. I wasn't on the end, you know what I mean? And I just started crying, and everybody was looking at me like crazy. And I just started crying and, like, shaking and stuff. And nobody really... Still, I don't feel like a lot of people understand my anxiety, which is okay. It's not for them to understand. It's for me to understand, I guess. But I don't know. It'd be nice to, I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that. But yeah, a lot of the kids at the table were like, dude, why are you crying? Like, what is your issue? And I just was bawling. And yeah, so I told her that. That was like, that's just such a vivid memory. So I wanted to mention that today. So I just remember being at a tight lunch table crying and she's like, maybe you just don't do well around a lot of people. And I'm like, yeah, like I, yeah, like I should have known, like, I feel like, I don't know, like I'm very introverted and I don't know. So yeah, that is one of my biggest triggers is just being around a lot of people. Um, I'm not a big party person, which I'm trying, I'm working on it. I am working on it. I will say like I used to be very, 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 very shy before therapy. Now I know how to talk about my emotions. I don't, don't sugarcoat stuff. I've honestly, it's been an ongoing journey with that because I've been very shy growing up and just this is how it is. We're going along with it type thing, you know. So. I don't know. I started journaling. I could talk about my emotions. I don't lie to protect other people's feelings now. I'm still working on that, but I will say I don't really care what other people think of me. I used to be very, like, people-pleasing, and I hated that about myself for so long, but I didn't know how to break that. Um, So, yeah, those are some of the things that I got um, took away from my first therapist. Um, On to my next therapist, I've had two my entire life. I had her for two years because obviously after graduation, we had to cut ties and she, so I graduated in June of 2021 high school. And then she's like, okay, like we'll meet every now and then during the summer and then slowly like break off, you know? So I was like, okay. And I was like very sad, but it was honestly very, very good in the end. Alrighty, so now I'm thinking around September, early September time of last year, September 2021, I she let me come into the office for my last appointment, and it was so surreal because, like I said, during COVID, I just had telehealth, like we would do Zoom calls, and it was still nice to talk to her and see her, but like I said, if you're getting started on your journey, I would really recommend being in person. Like once I was doing telehealth, I was okay with it, but in person was game changer, especially starting off, like I said. So going into the office was so bittersweet because it was like another graduation for me. And I was just like, I I can't express to you how good I felt that day. Like it felt like another graduation and I just felt like a different person. Like I was definitely a different person from the day I came back to the day I left before, before COVID and everything. So she invited me into the office and it was just so bittersweet. And I'm just like, I was ready for the next chapter and I didn't. She didn't feel like I needed to continue therapy for a while. Um from her viewpoint, she felt like I didn't need therapy. And I was like, okay, like I think I'll be good for a little bit. I don't know. I I was open to continuing therapy, but at that point in my life I felt like I was felt like I was okay. So last day of therapy and I had a little graduation. It was so cute, so exciting, and Then the unthinkable happened. Not even to be dramatic, but I am going to be dramatic. Literally two weeks after that, me and my boyfriend broke up. (laughs) And I'm like, dude, why couldn't you break up with me while I was still in therapy so I had time to cope? Um, And I will say that was great character development for me because I dealt with a lot of things myself. But I knew that I needed someone else to talk to. And I don't, I've gotten better at talking to people, but... I don't like feeling like a burden towards my friends, and I never felt like that with a therapist. I don't feel like a burden because it's their job. You know what I mean? So I emailed her, and I'm like, hey, so me and my boyfriend broke up. Um, do you have any suggestions on like people that I should see? And she was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. So she sent me a, a list of people. I did some research myself, and then I found this place, and... It's just like this counseling place in a different town. And they had a bunch of therapists and I emailed them and I told them what I was going through. I was like, I'm like a young adult. I just finished high school navigating adulthood. Um, I just got out of a serious relationship. Just looking for, just looking for a new therapist. I just finished childhood therapy, whatever. And they emailed back, they emailed me back very, very quickly, which I really appreciated. <laughs> and then this is about two weeks after the breakup. So towards like the end of September, Um, and they emailed me back and they asked me some more questions about myself. And this was like the head of the counseling place. And she's like, oh, I think you'd be a great fit with this person. I was like, okay, cool. She's like, yeah, just email them. Tell them what you told me, yada, yada. And then they'll get you in ASAP. And I'm like, okay, bet. Like what sounds like that sounds great. This is a good deal. And another good thing is that my insurance covered it. My mom paid for my childhood therapy, but she's like, if you want to continue, you know, you're getting older, I would... Like, you gotta start paying for some of your own stuff. So, I pay for my own therapy now. And I know BetterHelp is very popular. But I like um having, like, a... I don't really know how BetterHelp works. But I know a lot of people get sponsored by them. But I do like having my, like, relationship with my therapist. So, my insurance covers a lot of it. And I pay for it myself. Which makes me feel really good. I'm doing something good for myself, you know. But, um yeah. So, I got in touch with my now therapist. And... Then we didn't talk for a couple of weeks, and she's like, hello, like let's book an appointment, like your first intake appointment. And during that intake appointment, it was so weird because I hate talking on the phone. That's another thing that makes me very anxious, is I don't like phone calls. Like FaceTime me or text me. I don't want to talk to you on the phone. I don't know why. And yeah, so my appointments are on the phone. So the first appointment, I was like shaking, like so nervous. And I was like, oh my god, like and I hate meeting new people. I just get very, like, very, very shy. Um. So, yeah, she's like, tell me a little about yourself. Like, what's going on? What made you want to continue therapy? What were some of the things that worked for you in therapy before? What are some things that I can do for you? And I was like, I really like that. And I really like her because she, obviously, the other place with a children's therapy place. You can only do so much. But this girl really does not sugarcoat things to protect my feelings. She's very very honest, and she just gives me such a different outlook on life, like, I will say this one, I feel more closer to, um, the other one, we were very close, but I considered her, like, a bestie, this one is, like, I don't even know, like, a coach, or, like, a boss, and she's, like, dude, like, this is what it is, you know what I mean, I love her so much, protect that woman at all costs, but, um, yeah, and she's asking me some about something about like my family history, history and stuff. And I, I should have said this at the, at the beginning of the episode, but a lot of my family has struggled with mental health, alcohol abuse, just to name a few: anxiety, depression, bipolar disorder, a little bit of everything, PTSD, a lot of stuff. So she was like, yeah, girl, yeah, girlfriend, you were kind of doomed from the beginning. And I'm like, I know it was awful. But yeah, so it kind of runs in my family. I don't know how that works, but I will say a lot of people in my family struggle with that stuff. So yeah. (sighs) Do you guys hear the sirens in the back? I'm so sorry. One second. All right. So yeah, we did my intake, um, you know, consultation, whatever you want to call it, like my first appointment. And I, I just really appreciated that she asked me some of those questions because the other one, obviously I had no prior therapy experience before I was kind of working myself from the ground up, but she was like, Oh, like, what are some things that worked for you before? What can I do for you now? And now something that I really like that she does is I get homework every week. She's like, what are we going to work on this week to, what are some of the things you're going to do to take care of yourself this week, which is kind of what inspired my podcast title, not going to lie. I'm like, I'm so into self-care. And I don't know, she just gives me a new level of confidence. And she's like, the weeks that I'm struggling, she's like, she just gives really good advice. And she agrees with me on some things, but she gives her perspective on others. And I just... Feel like there's literally a judgment-free zone. I can tell that woman anything, and she's just awesome. And I really like that she gives me homework because it gives me something to work towards. Um, New things every week. Um, I I do it bi-weekly now. For a while, I was doing it weekly, but I'm in a good spot with my mental health right now, which might change tomorrow because I know how I get, but that's okay. And she... She's very open. She's like, you know, if you need me next week, call me. Like she she's awesome. She's always on call. Like she's she's the best. I can't ask for more and yeah, so that's where I'm at with my mental health journey, I guess. But she's awesome. I've been doing it for a couple months now. Um I don't see myself stopping ever. I feel like I this is my opinion. The whole podcast is my opinion. You guys don't have to agree with me, but I feel like everybody can benefit from therapy somehow. I wish that, I tell my newer friends this all the time that I wish they knew me during childhood because I was not even a wreck. I feel like I just put on a nice persona and seemed like everything was fine, but I like that I can talk about my emotions now and the only thing that it's done was help start conversations and help people. I remember my first YouTube video that I, I, I it was right after me and my ex broke up and I did like a little Chick-fil-A mukbang and I was like, oh, talk about my mental health, lol. And I was, like, in a horrible mood, and I was just f- filming, and so many friends reached out after that video, and they're like, dude, like, you need to post more videos like this. This is the most relatable content you've posted. Like, this is, it's so relatable. It's nice to know that I'm not alone. I'm not the only one struggling. And I'm like, dude, what? I'm not the only one struggling? Because I feel a lot of people that struggle with mental health, I will say, probably feel like they're all alone. But I- something I want to emphasize is, dude, you're not alone. And I feel alone a lot of the time whenever I'm going through stuff. So I know it sounds kind of hypocritical, but I'm just just being honest. Um, but yeah, you're not alone. Everybody. And I just, it's another thing that therapy's helped me with is like, it just changed my whole perspective on life. Like something she always tells me when I'm going through like a depression episode is like, girlfriend, girlfriend, It's not a bad life. It's a bad day. You're having a bad day. Who cares? Like take the time off. If you're feeling sluggish, it's because you're tired. Like don't beat yourself up because you're not being productive, you know? And like I said, it's just helped me change my perspective on life. And I'm like, you know what? These feelings aren't going to last forever. Something else she always tells me is like you can't beat yourself up over the emotions that you're feeling. Like if you're in a bad mood, own it. Like don't don't feel bad, don't beat yourself up even more, you know, Um, or sometimes I'll be like, oh, I'm just feeling so unproductive, I'm so lazy, she's like, you're not lazy, you're tired, relax, and I'm just like, whoa, like, you just blew my mind, like, you just blew me away, and I just feel like it's helped me, knowing more about myself, and my struggles, and owning it, and continuously working on it, it's going on, how many years have I been in therapy, I think, almost three years, it'll be three years in like September, which is crazy, (laughs) it's so crazy, Um, but I feel like it's only helped me become a better person, I feel more in, not insecure, I feel more secure within myself, I feel like I know who I am, I've always struggled with my identity for a long time, but I feel like I know who I am, I know what I want out of life, I'm always working on new goals, and I journal, journaling is a very good tool that's helped me get my emotions out whenever i'm not in a session or i don't want to talk to my friends or i'm feeling kind of alone I just have to get something off my chest try journaling set a timer for 10 minutes it'll change your life um can't exas- can't exaggerate that enough but um i feel like it's only helped me become a better daughter, sister, friend, coworker and i don't know like i just wish that the people that i know now knew me in the past because like The only person that I can think of that's seen the growth is Bella, because Bella, like, I met her 8th grade, 7th grade, and it's, you know, freshman year of college. Not for me, but for others. So that's a long time, and, like, during that time, I was, like, five different people, and I just, me and her joke about it all the time, like, how much she's seen me grow. And I just really value that about our friendship, because she's been there through everything and, like, never left me, even when I wasn't the best friend but yeah, I don't know. I feel like therapy's helped me become a better friend. And just it's just everything's come full circle. Like I used to feel like I can't talk to people. Now my friends feel like they could talk to me about anything. You know what I mean? So yeah, I don't know. Um the caffeine definitely kicked in during this episode. I feel like I'm talking so fast. So hopefully, hopefully I'm not overwhelming you guys. But um, yeah, I guess that's it for this episode. And I hope you guys took something away from the episode. Um, everybody's therapy experience is different. So don't, I know I really lucked out and I didn't have to try out a bunch of therapists, but therapy, this is corny, but everybody says it, but it's true. Therapy is like dating. You're not going to like the first person you talk to. You know what I mean? You have to try out different things, figure out what you like, figure out what you don't like. Um, and every therapist has different Things that they specialize in. My therapist really does specialize in like, you know, young adults and family, friends, stuff like that, like relationships and whatever. But yeah, I, I know I lucked out and I'm very grateful for that. I thank God for that every day. But yeah, just know that it's okay not to meet the perfect therapist on the first try. Um, you're lucky if you do, and for that I am very grateful. But um, you are not alone. Mental health, like I said in the beginning, I just feel like I grew up in a good time where the stigma has been broken. People are very open about stuff now, and I not even everybody, but a lot of people are, and I only hope that it continues to be this way because, I don't know, I just feel like people need to know that they're not alone. Um, a lot of the time, in like past relationships and stuff, people made me feel like I'm crazy, and I know I'm not crazy. I just have a lot on my plate, and that's okay, we're all going through something, so be nice to others, be there for your friends, you never know what somebody's going through, and just remember, like, be grateful that you woke up today, some people didn't, and it's a good, take this, it's not a bad life, it's a bad day, (laughs) that's probably the best thing that I ever took away from therapy from her, but yeah, um, I'm very grateful for all that, and, It's only up from here. I'm still learning. I'm still growing every day. I'm not done with my mental health journey every day. Every day is something different. And yeah, so don't knock it till you try it. I know therapy is not for everybody, but I couldn't imagine where I would be without therapy, all jokes aside. Um, But yeah, enough of my rambling. Thank you guys for listening today. If you made it this far in the episode, thank you so much for listening. I hope you took something away from it. But yeah, May is Mental Health Awareness Month. I've always tried to be a big mental health advocate. And this might not be the last episode for the month about this topic. Let me know what you guys want to hear for the rest of the month, though. Follow me on the Self Love Letters Pod Instagram. Follow my personal Instagram. And yeah, I will talk to you guys again next week. And I hope you have a great day. Bye.